Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. So welcome to the very first Karma You podcast. I am Chloe Brotheridge. I'm a hypnotherapist. I specialize in helping people with anxiety and confidence. And I'm the author of The Anxiety Solution. Now, this podcast is designed to guide and inspire you to become your calmest, happiest, most confident, most amazing self. So I'm going to introduce myself in case we don't know each other. I'll talk a little bit about my story and why I'm starting this podcast. And then we'll get into the first podcast, which is about how to love yourself. And I wanted to talk about this because I remember a few years ago when I first heard of this concept of self-love, and it was a completely new concept to me then, I didn't know how to do it. And I really wanted to give some practical guidance and ideas on how to do that. But in case we don't know each other, I'm Chloe Brotheridge. I am somebody who has suffered with anxiety myself. And after about 10 years of pretty intense panic attacks, really low self-esteem, feeling like I worried about literally everything, I finally got some help and I embarked on a bit of a mission really to become a calmer person. I tried everything. I went on retreats. I tried basically every type of meditation. I've tried probably, you know, the vast majority of types of therapy that a person can have. So I've tried a lot of things and I've made a load of progress. I'm definitely not um, perfectly calm all the time, but I've made a load of progress. And About six years ago, I trained as a hypnotherapist and now I feel really privileged to be able to help other people with anxiety and self-esteem issues and confidence issues to become calmer and to live their lives more freely and to live the sort of lives that they want to live. And so I started this podcast because quite a few people have requested it. And I did a survey, it was probably about two years ago, I did a survey of um, my email subscribers and, you know, starting a podcast is one of the things that people wanted the most. And at that time, I don't know exactly what it was, but I just wasn't ready. I think I was scared. There's something about podcasts that are just so intimate and personal that I think I was basically scared to do it. But now I'm excited about it. So I'm really, really excited to be doing this now and I'm a huge fan personally of audiobooks and podcasts myself I love 
being able to walk to work or be working out at the gym, sitting on the bus and listening to something, learning something from someone else. And I want to be able to share that with you guys as well. And I also know what an issue time can be for so many of us. We don't necessarily have the time to sit down and read a book or read a blog post or watch a video. But most of us have got time to pop in our earphones and listen to something while we're on the go. And I really wanted something that could be accessible and easy to dip in and out of while you're going about your life. So I hope this podcast reminds you that you're not alone and it gives you loads of practical ideas for things you can do to help yourself. So what can you expect from this podcast? I'm not only going to be talking about anxiety, but there will be a lot of talk about that topic. But the other areas that support our mental well-being, you know, everything from talking about nutrition to exercise and bringing in lots of experts to talk to us about that, people to help us to love our bodies more, everything in between, all the different ways that um, we can support ourselves in terms of um, being calmer, more confident, happier, more badass, all of that. So let's get into the topic of how to love yourself. Now, as I said before, when I first started this journey, this um, journey in, you know, overcoming anxiety, feeling better, working on my mental health, I'd I'd heard of this idea of self-love, but I didn't know how to do it. And wanting to love yourself more is not enough to create that to happen. Unfortunately, as much as it would be nice, we can't just suddenly decide to love ourselves. It's not actually that easy. We need we need to do the work, we need to take action, we need to focus on certain things in order to make that happen. And so I'm going to share with you some practical things that you can do and some ideas that are going to actually help you to know exactly what you need to do to love yourself more. And actually, it is a journey. It's not that one day you're going to wake up and you're going to have perfect self-acceptance and self-love it's a journey and it's not necessarily linear so you might wake up on certain days and feel really good about yourself and be really accepting and then other days you might feel as if you've taken a step back and actually it's not a step back it's you know you're still always moving forwards but like anyone you're going to have ups and downs and please don't think that just because you you know it seems as if you've taken a step back it's not really you are still in the greater scheme of things always moving forward now just talking about this word self-love or you know loving yourself I remember when I first heard of the word self-love I was thinking mm, is that another word for masturbation or I've no idea really what that is I don't know what kinds of connotations you have with that but for me I think about school and I grew up in the northwest of England and at school you love yourself was an insult it was something that people used to say to each other when you know you wanted to say how arrogant someone was they were too confident they were full of themselves and it was a really common insult that people used to throw around and so in my mind in my subconscious I've still got this idea that somehow it's not good to love yourself and I wonder how many of you listening also have the idea I hear this all the time with my clients you know, maybe from a young age, you were told, you know, don't be a show off. Don't be too full of yourself. I, I know from my experience, I was brought up 
um, to believe that you have to be modest, that you shouldn't be bragging or you shouldn't be you know, overly confident. And in some ways, that's a really nice thing, but it can also backfire and go the other way if you then think that to like yourself and to you know, be kind to yourself is arrogant somehow. And there really is a difference between arrogance and confidence and arrogance and self-love. You know, arrogance, actually, when you, when you get down to the root of arrogance, it's usually to do with people having a point to prove. So feeling like they need to display how amazing they are, display how clever they are or how you know, wealthy they are in order to get approval from other people. So normally, if someone is arrogant, it's because they don't love themselves. It's because they don't really accept themselves and they're seeking that approval from other people. So it really is a different thing. Self-love and arrogance, they don't go hand in hand at all. Healthy self-love is what we're aiming for here. And it's really about accepting yourself as an imperfect human being, but somebody that is intrinsically worthy and a good person. And knowing that you deserve good things, that you deserve to be nice to yourself, and feeling that sense of peace that comes from accepting yourself as you are. Now, the vast majority of you know, self-help type people and therapists will agree that not loving ourselves is kind of at the root of all of our problems. If you think about things like anxiety, if you don't like yourself or love yourself, you're going to be beating yourself up. You're not going to take care of yourself. You're not going to have that belief in your abilities. And it's going to cause a lot of anxiety and a lot of you know, worry, potentially. If you think about depression, when you get to the root of what depression is, often there is this sense of being unworthy, not being good enough, you know, having made big mistakes, being a failure. It all comes down to this lack of self-love when you get to all of this confidence. It's a lack of self-love. Addiction, you know, if you look at the root of addiction, it's again, very often rooted in not feeling good about yourself and you're searching for fulfillment, you're searching for connection or something outside of yourself in that addiction and actually the thing that you need is a sense of acceptance and love for yourself now to anyone who is thinking that it's selfish to love themselves and this is probably the most common thing I hear when people are talking about why they can't love themselves or what the barriers are in front of that and I just want to remind you that you being mean to yourself or you giving yourself a hard time not taking care of yourself doesn't actually benefit anyone if you are you know putting everyone else before yourself and you're not taking care of yourself and you're stressed and resentful and anxious and low as a result of that that doesn't actually help anyone around you you help people the most when you take care of yourself first. And the Dalai Lama talks about this. He says that the purpose of life is to be happy and to make yourself happy first. And once you're in a good place, once you're happy and peaceful within yourself, automatically you spread those good vibes and that happiness to the people around you. So if you're loving yourself, if you're nice to yourself, your kids are going to benefit, your partner's going to benefit, your work is going to improve, you're going to be a better employee, a better everything if you have that foundation of 
love and acceptance for yourself first. And so wherever you are on this journey of self-love, and it absolutely is a journey, you don't suddenly wake up and arrive at this point of perfect self-acceptance every day. Maybe some people do, maybe maybe the Dalai Lama does, who knows, but it really is a journey. And, you know, I certainly don't love myself completely all the time. I've made loads and loads of progress over the last few years, but um, I'm not perfect. And so don't don't let that be a source of giving yourself a hard time. Don't beat yourself up about where you are on that journey on any particular day. Just remind yourself you're making progress all the time. And just by listening to this, you're doing something positive for yourself to make progress. Now, another thing I think is incredibly important when it comes to self-love is a belief that change is possible. And actually, this is something that not a lot of therapists will tell you, but something that you learn as a therapist is that if you can get the client to believe that they can change, their chances of making a change massively increase. So your belief that change is possible is incredibly important. And so just with that in mind, I want you to remember that actually you were born with a lot of self-love. Now, babies are born with extremely high self-esteem. You know, if a baby wants something, they cry, they grab for what they want, they grab food when they're hungry, they demand to get that love and attention. They intrinsically know, they instinctively know that they are worthy and that they're valuable. And they are very vocal about that. You know, anyone who (laughs) has a child will know this. And so you were born with extremely high self-esteem. And so if you don't have that sense of your own worth, if you think that you're worthless or that you're not good enough or that you lack in value, then that's something that you learned in your life. It's something that you took on board. And I'm going to be talking a lot about this idea of, you know, the sorts of things that we take on board in our lives, the programming that we all absorb throughout our lives, particularly in our childhoods and how that can really shape our adulthood. And it can create a lot of negative thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. For potentially the whole of our lives, unless we start to take some action to change that. So... You know, perhaps you have an idea now of where that lack of self-love actually came from. So I'll give you some examples of things that I see a lot. So say that your mum or your dad left when you were growing up and you have this sense that, you know, they left because they didn't love you. And, you know, perhaps as an adult, you can look back and see actually, you know, dad and mum, they were having loads of arguments. You know, it's no wonder they split up. You can see that as an adult, the reasons why that might have happened. But as a child, because you don't have that awareness of life and relationships and how the world works, you take things literally and you may have misinterpreted what happened. So dad leaving and shacking up with another woman meant that he didn't love you and that you are not worth loving. And this sort of thing is something that I see all the time. Another example of this might be say you in school were ostracized by a group of friends so say you had a group of girlfriends or guy friends at school and one day they just decided that they didn't like you anymore and I I remember really vividly this happening with my best friend at secondary school and it's quite traumatizing actually you know it often is something that comes up in therapy sessions when I'm talking to clients or something that's quite you know, traumatizing. So that group of girlfriends suddenly decided they didn't like you. And for a week, you were out of the gang and you were ostracized from that group, or maybe for the rest of the year or forever. And you took on board this belief that I'm not good enough. People don't like me. I'm not worthy. And honestly, that can stay with you. And that can be a source of why you don't feel good about yourself, why you don't love yourself in your adult life. So that's just a couple of examples, but obviously there are an infinite number of reasons why that could be. And I think it does help to consider where that might have come from. And it's not just, you know, the fact that once you know where it's come from that you're cured, but what it does do is it just reminds you that it's something that you took on board. It's something that you learned. You know, you were not born with that belief that you're unlovable you were not born with that belief that you're the odd one out. It's something that you learned and therefore you can actually unlearn it. You can let it go and you can transform it. And it's about cultivating that belief that it is possible to change. And that is so, so important. So just in terms of practical things that you can do to love yourself more. And the first thing I want to suggest is to fake it until you make it. Now, You don't have to love yourself right now. That's okay. Being where you are, feeling what you're feeling, experiencing what you're experiencing right now is absolutely okay. But one of the first things that you can do to start to change that is to act as if you do love yourself. 
So ask yourself, what would I be doing differently if I loved myself? What would I eat for my dinner tonight? What would I do at my, on my lunch break at work? You know, who would I see at the weekends? What time would I go to bed? How would I speak to myself? And perhaps just taking a few moments to make some notes on this in your phone or with a pen and a piece of paper and actually just thinking about how you can fake it until you make it acting as if you love yourself. And action is incredibly powerful. Sometimes we can tell ourselves positive affirmations or we can try and tell ourselves positive things, but actually taking action is one of the most powerful ways to change a belief and to take on board a new way of thinking about things and a new way of feeling. And so if you can start to act like you love yourself, then that's going to send you a very powerful message. It's going to send you a message at a very physical bodily level, at a subconscious level, that you are worthy, that you are worth loving, that you are worth taking care of. And that leads me on to the next practical idea that I have for you, and that's about self-care. So we hear a lot about this term self-care. It's become extremely trendy. There are loads of books that have come out this year, and I know there's a few more coming out next year, about self-care which I think is amazing and what I think is really important that we do is to discover what is self-care for us because you might be someone that loves a hot bath, listening to Enya, getting the bath oils and the aromatherapy on the go or you might be someone that hates baths, hates being oily and feels like you don't have time to spend half an hour soaking in the bath. And so it's really important to think about what makes you feel good, what makes you feel taken care of, what makes you feel loved, essentially. And it really is about making yourself feel worthy, somebody that is worth taking care of, somebody that deserves to take that hour at lunch to go for a walk someone that deserves that healthy meal, someone that deserves to take the weekend off or leave their phone at home so that you're not constantly getting distracted by your phone or your social media. So it really is about self-worth when it comes to self-care. Next up is self-compassion. Now, if you haven't heard of this word before, this is incredibly, incredibly important. I talk about it a lot in my book, The Anxiety Solution. And the word self-compassion, it comes from Buddhism, this idea that we're kind to ourselves. It's so, so simple being kind to ourselves, and yet so few of us actually do it. And in fact, I ask people, every every client that comes to see me, I always ask them, How do you speak to yourself? And about 90% of the time, people look at me, kind of, they scrunch up their foreheads and they just look really confused because they've never actually noticed or never really thought about how they're speaking to themselves. And we are speaking to ourselves all day, every day in our heads. And I want you to get a little bit of awareness around how you're speaking to yourself. What is the tone? Are you being kind to yourself? Are you being critical? Are you shouting at yourself? Would you speak to a friend like that? Is the key thing to have in mind here. Would you speak to a friend like that? So if you're walking around all day saying to yourself, oh God, you've gained 10 pounds. How could you be so stupid? You're such a fat bitch, blah, 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 blah. Then of course, it's going to be very difficult to 
feel good about yourself. And so just the first step is bringing awareness to the way that you're speaking to yourself. And I call it the friend filter in my book, The Anxiety Solution. Put everything that you're saying to yourself through the friend filter. Ask yourself, would I speak to a friend this way? Would my best friend speak to me this way? And if it's not kind, compassionate, constructive, gentle, loving, then making a conscious effort to start to change that. And if you can do this, I'm not saying it's easy, but if you can do this, it will absolutely transform your self-love and the way that you feel about yourself. And so self-compassion is being kind to yourself and it's recognizing that you are a human being. And part of being a human being is that you're never going to be perfect. You're going to make mistakes. That is 100% guaranteed and that you're a work in progress. And it's simply treating yourself with the same kindness and respect as you would a friend. So the next practical thing that I want to share about increasing your self-love is something that I learned quite recently on, I was on a meditation retreat. I'm quite into taking time out for myself and working on my own personal development. I think it really helps me in my work. It's actually an essential part of my work to be always working on myself. And so we were on this meditation retreat and one of the exercises that they asked us to do was to give some thanks and some appreciation to different parts of our bodies. Because very often, we're not very nice to our bodies. We're not very nice to certain parts of our bodies in particular. And just to give you an example from my life, from quite a young age, I've been really not very nice to my hair. I have kind of, it's in between curly and straight. So basically, if there's any kind of moisture, it goes extremely frizzy. I was about 15. I had, at the time, it was very trendy to have a fringe <laughs> in my town anyway. I'm sure it wasn't trendy anywhere else. It was very trendy to have a fringe that was kind of curled in. When I look back now, it's just horrendous. And I'm sure lots of us have had horrendous hairstyles when we were 15. But I was always trying to straighten this fringe and it would just never say straight. I just have hair that shouldn't have a fringe because it's never going to say straight. And so I got into this habit of being really negative about my hair and constantly giving myself this negative self-talk when it comes to my hair. And so what I've been really focusing on recently is just giving a lot of appreciation for my hair and trying to change the thoughts and the feelings that I have about it. So what I want to invite you to do is to give some appreciation to different parts of your body. So maybe instead of being really negative about your womb and your ovaries because they are, you know, giving you period pain, sending some appreciation to that part of your body and saying thank you for making it possible for me to have children one day. Thank you for creating all of my hormones um, and giving some appreciation to that part of your body. That's for the ladies, obviously. You know, if you've always been giving your stomach some grief and, you know, hating on that part of your body, can you send it some appreciation instead saying, you know, thank you for digesting my food, you know, under that, you know, muffin top that we all have. I definitely have one. Um, thank you for digesting my food. Thank you for all the things that your body does. So trying to find ways to give appreciation to your body 
instead of the usual negative self-talk that so many of us have. And I think it's about 90% of women experience some kind of body shame. So they don't feel good about their bodies. I'm not sure what it is for men. I'm pretty sure it is not quite as high as it is for women, but lots of men experience this too, unfortunately. So trying to turn that around, sending some appreciation to your womb, to your hair, to your arms, to your stomach, to your legs, all the different parts of your body, your eyes for what an amazing job they're doing at helping you to see. It is quite an amazing practice for developing more self-love. So I just have one more idea for you in terms of this. And this is not really a practical thing you can do. I suppose it's slightly practical, but sometimes I just like to gaze into the night sky and look at all these stars and recognize that the light from those stars has been traveling for millions, if not billions of years sometimes to reach your eyes. And remembering that you actually evolved out of stardust over five billion years. You are basically a miracle. The fact that we as human beings are here, alive on this planet, the fact that we evolved out of dust over billions of years is such a freaking miracle. It's untrue. The chances of the fact that we even exist are so, so tiny. And so just trying to go into that feeling of just being in awe of your body and how something as complicated and complex as your eye or as your heart or you know any part of your body that is so complex and so amazing and specialized and it's evolved so beautifully and just giving some appreciation for that. And sometimes it just puts things in perspective to think about it like that. The fact that you might feel that you're not perfect looking or you don't like your nose or you don't like your thighs. You can just put it into perspective. So I really hope that this has given you some ideas on how to love yourself more. I really think that self-love and self-acceptance underpins so much of how we feel and how we think about things. And if you can nail this, the rest just gets so much easier. So thanks so much for listening to the first episode of the Karma You podcast. I'm Chloe Brotheridge, author of The Anxiety Solution. If you head on over to karma-u.com forward slash free, you can download a free guided hypnotherapy session, which is designed to help you to switch your brain off, to feel more relaxed, to escape from your worries for half an hour. And I pretty much guarantee that it will help you to relax and feel better. So definitely head on over to karma-u.com forward slash free to grab that free MP3. And if you like this podcast, please consider subscribing, leave a review. It really helps if you leave reviews for me to spread the word a little bit further. And if you've got a friend who you think might benefit from this, why not tell them about this podcast? Send them a quick text now and tell them to check out the Karma You podcast. If you want to contact me, the best place to find me is on Instagram. I'm on there probably the most. You can find me Chloe Brotheridge, C-H-L-O-E, and Brotheridge is spelt brother, and then I-D-G-E. All right, I'm sending you loads of love, and I hope to chat to you again soon. Bye.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.